Hey there, before we dive into today's episode, I want to share with you some super cool news and some information about a service I've been using. The Content Entrepreneur Research is out. Books are among the top three most profitable and most utilized tactics to monetize your already existing content. Having a book can help you land speaking gigs of your dreams, spark new funnels for prospective clients, or take what you already have and create a digital product. But honestly, the book process can be super daunting. At a conference last year, I came across Lulu. I had no idea who they were and struck up a conversation with one of their team members who were so kind and amazing. They had all these examples at their table of how content creators had taken their expertise and created books, journals, planners, and so much more. I instantly knew we had to turn our simple pin planner into a physical copy, and Lulu was going to make it so much easier than I had imagined. Whether you already have content prepared or you're starting from scratch, either way, getting your expertise into a printed book with Lulu has never been easier and more profitable. Their e-commerce plugins make it super easy for you to publish your book and sell it directly to your fans from your own site while they handle all the printing and shipping on the back end. We use their Shopify integration and it is so slick and easy. Plus, we can do any updates that we need to do along the way. You keep 100% of creative control, 100% of your customer data, and 100% of your profits. Go create a free account today at lulu.com to get started or scroll down below in your podcast app and get started today. You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast, Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. This podcast is a little bit different. We are not so much going to be talking about Pinterest, although you can share this product on Pinterest. We are going to be talking about why adding a book to your business is a good idea. This is an interview I'm having with Matt from Lulu, all about the history of Lulu, how they got started in the book business, and why content creators can add more value to their business, more revenue by turning their content into a book. I know you heard a little bit about that ad at the beginning of this podcast before we started, but now we get to hear a little bit of behind the scenes. More story from how they came to recognize that content creators were a really good part of their audience for self-publishing and how they've kind of overcome the hurdles that people have when it comes to publishing a book. And at the end, Matt gives us a suggestion of what you can try and how you can dive into using Lulu. Before we dive into today's podcast, I do want to let you know that this month we are having our sweet sale, our share the love sale on our accelerator package. What is our accelerator package? So when clients come to us, we evaluate if they are set up on their Pinterest account, their images are optimized, connections with their shop are made if they have it tag added and keywords all laid out. And then we investigate the actual strategy. We come up with a plan for pinning per day, pinning to what boards, all the things. And we do this 
in about six to eight weeks. And the reason we want to run newer clients or clients that are not set up on Pinterest through this accelerator program is because we have seen the value in getting people up and running on Pinterest quicker, faster, better, and more established. Nobody wants to start their Pinterest marketing with an account that is broken or not fully optimized, or you don't have the connections in place that will slow you down in momentum. And we at Simple Pin Media want to speed you up. So this month, we are sharing some love by offering $200 off our accelerator. If you book that service with a call, you need to book a call before the end of February. The team there is really good at evaluating what you need. So if the accelerator is not the direction you need to go, we have some other options for you with monthly management, with strategies, and anything else that will help you be successful with Pinterest. So head on over to simplepinmedia.com services or scroll down below in your podcast app and you can get signed up with that. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this interview with Matt. It was so much fun for me to record with him. And actually, after I hung up the call, I thought, now I have so many more ideas of what Simple Pin Media can self-publish as a part of our whole product suite that we offer. So with that, let's dive into my interview with Matt. Hey, Matt, thanks for coming on the Simple Pin Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's awesome to be here. Yeah, I'm, I know we're, you know, as all good podcasts, there's like so much talking before the episode and you're like, okay, I feel like we need to hit record. So here we go. (laughs) Tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah. uh, My name is Matt Breel. Uh, My official title is I am the VP of marketing and communications at lulu.com. Although that title doesn't really serve me much these days. I'm usually found um, helping, you know, creators, content entrepreneurs try to, you know, better monetize their content. So I'm spending a lot of time at conferences, at events, you know, doing interviews, things like this, anywhere I can get out there and connect with, with content creators to try and help them monetize their content in a way that, that makes more sense to them than just like we talked about ads and things. Um, the rest of what I do at Lulu is really, um, I work with my marketing team. I have a, a pretty large team of marketers and we work to better educate people on how to use self-publishing uh, for themselves and their businesses uh, to publish their content and get it out there in the world in whatever way makes sense for them um, and, and to achieve whatever goals they want to achieve with that content. For some people, they just want to make money with it, and that's great. And others are really doing it for some other reason to to get their content into a, a, a larger audience or advance themselves in some other way. So. Um, we really serve as kind of the hub of of education for helping people get through the self-publishing process, how to use Lulu, um, and then how to advance beyond just publishing a book. Yeah, because it feels like it, before I came across Lulu, I felt like you had to do a ton of Google searching. You had to talk to people. You had to really do boots on the ground work for like six months to even find anything that felt like <laughs> it was viable or, you know, yeah. even an option. So let's back up a little bit too. Like, who is Lulu? Like, what is sure. Lulu? And kind of how did it even come to be? Yeah. Um, I love this question because people are sometimes a little taken aback by the answer, or at least our, our genesis. We, we weren't started like some of the other um, self-publishing companies, you know, by an author or somebody like that, per se. Um, we were actually started by a gentleman named Bob Young, who was the original co-founder of Red Hat, which was a, a software company, basically. He took that company to a very successful IPO way back in the day, one of the biggest at that time for a technology company. 
And so he had all this money and all this time and people really wanted to hear his story. And so he thought he would write a book. He thought it'd be easy to get a publisher to pick it up because he just had this huge windfall. That was not the case. And so he just figured, you know what, if it's this hard for me, somebody with all this privilege to, to get my story published, when people are clearly asking for it, I can't imagine how hard it is for everybody else. So he decided, you know, having the technology background, he would start an online self-publishing company, which is what he did. So in 2002, 22 years ago, Lulu was founded as pretty much, I think, legitimately the first online self-publishing company at that time. Amazon didn't really enter the picture until many years later. Um, But, you know, fast forward and we're still here in the spirit of how we were founded by a technology, um, you know, entrepreneur. Because uh, that's how Bob would identify or self-identifies as an entrepreneur first um, or serial entrepreneur, if you ask him. Um, and secondarily, as as a tech lover, as a geek of, of technology. And so that spirit carries through to today, which is how we come to develop a lot of the first tools available for authors and creators to sell their products direct and to do some of the really cool things they can do in an automated fashion we just keep investing in innovation and technology in our space. We we approach everything sort of from that lens versus the lens of, oh, we're a bunch of authors and we just need to figure out better ways to publish. Mm-hmm. We're really coming at it first from that idea of how do we innovate and make these tools easier and more intuitive for people? As you referred to, you know, this can be a, a sort of a daunting area to try and step into if you don't know anything about it. But um so yeah, 2002, we were the first. We we approach it from a, a technology standpoint first. Um, and that's really how we try to bring things to market to make it easier for people to, to self-publish. Well, and you mentioned when we were talking before the podcast that the last 18 months to probably two years, you've really started to lean into content creators. Yes. Why was that? How did that come about going from... You know, he wanted to tell his story in a traditional book and kind of get yes. that out there. I'm assuming it was pursuant of authors why the switch to content creators? Yeah, from an audience standpoint, switching from, or I should say refocusing is probably a better word. But um, yeah, the traditional focus for any publishing company or self-publishing company is typically on fiction authors, right? Mm-hmm. It, your marketing team will go out there and you got to find all the places where fiction authors are hanging out and you want to get them to use your platform. And and that's all fine and good. Um, but at the end of the day, to to potentially ignore the wave of content creators that really sort of hit the scene, I'd say right around the time everybody started locking down for COVID, um, you know, everybody really started jumping into this pool of content creation and really trying to understand like, okay, I just got laid off. (laughs) I'm in lockdown. Like I can't leave my house for the most part. Like what can I do to generate some income and just not go crazy sitting in my house with my five kids and six dogs and, and crazy neighbors that I don't even like. Right. So you know, you have more content creation happening, obviously, then you have more content hitting the market in one way or another, whether that's just through more YouTube videos being created, more podcasts flooding, you know, Spotify and Apple, um, you know, more blogs appearing in search results about particular topics or whatever that might be. Um, and then, you know, as those lockdowns kind of sort of relaxed and people started getting out there again, all of a sudden, you see these reports popping up by, you know, Andreessen and all these other investors like, oh, the creator economy is so huge and there's all these creators. And, you know, so we're paying attention to that and we're seeing that there is this influx of content that's out there. But the problem that we see, um, the only way people were able to really sort of figure out monetizing that content 
was just through whatever their platforms provided them, usually through some sort of ads, revenue share, things like that. And those were usually fractions of a penny on the dollar. So, you know, if you were just starting out, didn't matter how good your content was. If your audience wasn't large enough, you weren't making much money, if any at all, from the content you were producing and creating. So we started seeing that. We started talking to some creators. Many of them came to us organically. And so when we would find them in our system, um, which was pretty quickly, by the way, uh, because what would happen is you'd have a creator come to Lulu who had a large audience and immediately books are just selling like crazy. So, of course, we're like, who's this? What are they doing? We realized, okay, there's this whole audience out there of people who are creating this super cool content and they don't have a solid way to, to monetize it. And then you have a, a few who are breaking through and figuring it out. And so based on that, doing some of our own research and really just getting out there and talking to other creators, we realized this is a largely underserved audience and population. We can bring to them the tools and things they they can use to monetize their content in a way that's not only, I would say, um, <laughs> better for their platform, you know, for mm-hmm. them as a brand, not the platform they're actually on. That's actually the bad part. But um, for them as a brand, because what eventually happens, is, and many of you have seen this, is that um, you put all this time and effort into growing your audience on, let's say, Twitter or sorry, X. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, you know, real world happens and mm-hmm. uh, some eccentric billionaire buys it. And now all that time that you spent to build that audience, for a lot of people anyways, you wake up the next morning and it's basically gone and your monetization is gone and you you have no idea what to do and you had no way to, to retain that audience or even that content. You don't own it. So uh, using a book or monetizing your content through written form that's a way for you to own that content. Nobody can really take that away from you. You can control from start to finish um, how one of your fans or followers or customers purchases that and engages with you with that content. Um, and it just became obvious. And so at that point, we just realized we need to find more ways to reach these audiences. And, and that's what we did. Yeah. And I think when I was at the ConvertKit conference in June of 22, mm-hmm. we kind of sidled over to your table because I think the person I was with, you had great stickers. So she was like, let's go there. And then to to see the examples that you had of creators who had turned in either planners or small ebook, or, you know, well, not an ebook, an actually physical book. And then to do other books was like, it was kind of like a mind-blowing experience to say, oh, this is possible because I have only ever heard of it as traditional publishing or like you said, a little bit of like Amazon. But as you know, I think I was talking to Lolly and she was explaining everything to me and I thought, this sounds so easy. Like what's the catch? Like yeah. there's gotta be like a <laughs> hidden catch in this. So I guess walk me through like an example. So I'm that new person that comes up to the table. I've been creating content now for five to six years. I am the revenue model, like the rev share and the affiliates. And let's say I have all these like amazing DIY kind of tutorials, mm-hmm. maybe around like gardening or something like that. If I was to come up to that table and be like, how can I even take what I'm doing? Like, what's a great example that you would throw out for somebody in that situation? to kind of have that mind blown effect that yeah. they can even convert it into something else. Yeah. At, at that exact conference, by the way, craft and commerce where, where we met you, um, I'll give you another example from there. Somebody yeah. you may ran into, uh, I won't say her name, um, but uh, you know, online you can find her if you look up sweet red poppy. So she has a business or a business model and uh, where the content that she was creating was primarily YouTube videos. And it was basically showing people how to use those um, 
they're, they're like cricket machines, I think. Oh, yeah, called. the stencils. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And so I think the gist of what she was doing was showing people how to create really cool, I think, patterns or, or things like that to use in quilting and other crafting types mm-hmm. of activities. So definitely not something you would traditionally think of as, as a viable um, content structure for a printed book. <laughs> right. But I will tell you that um, one way or another, well, not one way or another, her and her husband, they found Lulu uh, through some of our marketing efforts. And what they did, you know, all on their own is they figured out, well, all of these patterns and things that she's showing people how to do on her YouTube videos, which are getting hundreds of thousands of views. I mean, she's got a, a great following at this point. She just, she needs a better way to monetize it. They put those into spiral bound, you know, coil bound workbooks, which is very similar to what you did. Right. Yep. Or, you know, notebooks and workbooks. So um, and the the way we found her was, again, she was one of the ones I mentioned earlier, where, you know, all of a sudden we have this this entity that signs on to Lulu and starts using our, our Shopify plugin. Um, so, you know, again, creates the the book, the project on Lulu and then plugs right into their Shopify store. And so all these orders are coming through. And as we're looking and researching the account, we're like, holy crap, this is somebody who's who's creating workbooks and, and stencil books on for cricket machines and things. You know what I mean? Like, this is amazing. And I mean, when I tell you she moved some units in the first year or two that she was with us, she moved some units. Wow. Um, and so again, it's it's I think the answer to your question is, you know, with her example, it's there's just about any content that you could turn into a book. What kind of book is the question? And and we'll take you for example. You have a, a workbook slash notebook type of product that goes along with what you do in correlation to Pinterest and marketing and things like that. That's one of the most popular right now, right? Because if if this is your first foray into creating a printed product for the purposes of creating some passive streams of revenue and sort of enhancing your content model, that's a real easy one. We even provide templates on our site to to give you like the, the beginnings of an internal notebook if you need it. But if I'm, you know, again, let's forget about the maker creator, like the one we just talked about, but let's say I'm, I'm more in line with what you do um, more in that vein of marketing and a particular platform. And I'm out there educating people on how to better use this platform, right. That's being underused and that people don't understand. Um, this idea that I would create a workbook is, is perfect for me, right? It's pretty easy. Like you said, uh, I'm just going to create, you know, a workbook that's going to help people through, you know, creating campaigns or doing all these things. And, you know, you, you take that out there to your audience. Um, the price points can be relatively low and you just build from there. And, and using our plugins, it's especially easy because you can yeah. just plug into your Shopify store or your website or whatever you're using. And every time one of your followers buys the book, the order just gets transmitted to us and we print it and ship it and we'll white label it for your brand if you want. So you really don't, once you create the actual book on our platform and obviously get a test copy to look at it and make sure you're happy with it. After that, you really don't have to touch anything. Um, and that makes it really easy for you to go back to focusing on content, building your audience, and then figuring out what your next product is going to be. And based on the success or you know lack thereof of that particular, let's say, notebook or, or journal product that you created, you figure out from there which direction you want to go in. Um, so, you know, again, we work with podcasters and YouTubers and creator makers and small business owners. And we have just found there's really no cap on what kind of content can be turned into a book, which is super cool. Um, It really is just a matter of finding those people, helping them understand how to do it. 
Yeah, I would agree. And I think even as you're talking, I'm realizing like for us, for years, we had had our planner and we kept saying, oh, go to Office Depot, get it printed, get it bound, and then you can have it. Because we knew that people people were asking us like, well, how do I print it? I want it off my computer because I'm not digitally focused. I want an actual printed copy. So that's what we told people for years. And then when, you know, that conference, you know, craft and commerce came across, it was like, oh, this solves this problem actually for our audience that they're already having. So I think even for people listening to pay attention to where people are already asking you to print something, that's a huge like market right there because then you're eliminating the time they have to spend to go get it, to upload it to Office Depot or wherever it is. And Which is what, so much fun, by the way. Oh my gosh. I know. I'm like, where do I go again? Is Staples still around? Like, I have no idea. And I would say too, one, one thing that I love is that, you know, we're creating in Canva and then we're kind of pulling it over, but there's things we miss, right? Like there's sure. things we need to update or uh, we get feedback from our audience. I like that it's easy to update in Canva and then upload it. There's not this huge thing like, oh, I just printed a hundred copies. They're now being shipped to me that I have to store in my garage and yeah. they have this mistake. Like it's so, it's very agile in that sense and very forgiving, which is yep. incredible. Like, yeah, we have a whole side of our business that is, it's dominated by the academic world. And that's a big reason why they use somebody like us or another self-publishing, because when you have professors who are now allowed to create their own textbooks, for example, and maybe they're teaching a course on digital marketing. Well, we all know <laughs> the minute you publish that textbook on digital marketing, it's out of date. So the ability to just go right back to that file on Lulu, you know, for your next semester's class and change every instance of the word Twitter to the word X, right? Mm-hmm. And then just, there you go. The next class will get an updated version, easy peasy. You don't have to, you're, you're 100% right. Whereas, you know, years and years ago, uh, if you weren't using self-publishing, and even now, if you're not using self-publishing, um, <laughs> you're buying, you know, X amount of copies up front. Um, and people will still do that because they think they want that price break because you will get a, right. get a price break. Like the difference between somebody buying your planner uh, directly from you um, at the price point that you have it, which covers your manufacturing costs from us and then a little bit for yourself. Um, if you were to order those planners overseas from an offset printer, um, you would get a cheaper price from them, which means you could probably sell it for a dollar or two cheaper to your end customer. But the problem is, like you just said, you have to order a minimum of probably 2,000 units. Yep. Those pallets are going to sit in your garage. You have to ship them out. And then the minute something gets outdated in that planner, you just found yourself with a whole lot of like firewood starter for next winter. <laughs> like, you know, or hopefully you recycle it. But, you know, yes. I mean, you're 100% right. I mean, um, Self-publishing, especially when coupled with with print-on-demand, um, really does solve a lot of problems. And these days, is so much more environmentally friendly. Um, yes. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Okay. So, for somebody who's listening and they're like, their mind is now blowing and they're like, okay, this is amazing. Um, what would you... Like, I'm trying to think of like the lowest barrier to entry. Like, if they're going to try something... Is there a good price point that they try with? Is, you know, that all dependent again on how long their particular book is or notebook or whatever? What would you kind of, to wade into the waters, what would you tell them to to, to start with? Yeah, I think this one um, may be slightly dependent on the type of content you're creating, but let's just say you just really want to try this out. Like 
this is strictly an experiment and and the content doesn't necessarily matter you just want to give the platform a go and try to figure it out i would say you know come onto our site we have a place where you can download free notebook interiors like literally lined notebook interiors or you know graph paper interiors will give you a 100 page interior file of lined or graph or dot journal or whatever right um, so you'll now have the interior file. That's half the work right there. As you can attest to, mm-hmm. creating an interior file is probably the hardest of, of what you do. Um, and then, you know, use our cover tool generator on the site. You'll just take that interior file. You'll create your own cover, which have some fun with that. And then buy a copy of it. So pay attention to, to what you're doing. Um, you can choose black and white interior to keep the cost low. Obviously, your cover will be full color if you want to do it that way. Um, purchase a copy, get it in your hands, take a look at it, and then figure out, you know, okay, I can do this. I just did it. Now, how do I apply this to my business? Nine times out of 10, the the notebook you create just to try this process out is only going to be a couple of bucks. If you are one of those people that's listening that already has an interior file or a manuscript you've been working on, or maybe you just finished it and you really want to do that, great. That's fine. Um, bring it over to our site. We have plenty of resources that'll show you how to, if you haven't already, um, save it as a flattened PDF file, upload that, you know, um, and then you can create a cover and again, give it a shot. But for us, when people ask us, like, what's the easiest way to try this out? We just say, come to our site, get a free downloadable notebook interior file. Worst case scenario at the end of this experiment is you've got a notebook to write in. (laughs) And maybe you didn't like the process or you decided, you know what, I'm just not going to deal with this right now. But just like you and many others, we're confident that if you're truly looking for ways to monetize your content, that will give you the benefits of of self-reliance and not relying on third-party platforms and all these other things, you'll get through that process. It's easy. You'll see the benefits there. And hopefully you'll follow it through to connecting it to a website that you Hopefully, you already have. <laughs> and if right. you don't, here's your call to to go ahead and get one or get a Shopify page or something. But yeah, I think the easiest way, and what we tell people is just get that free interior file that we'll let you download for free. Have fun creating a cover, put it all together. Which again, you've seen it; it walks you right through creating yeah. that book. Um, well, now you're doing yours in Canva too, so it's a slightly yeah. different process. But it's really not that hard. And once you figure out the steps to get through it. The rest is a breeze. You'll be creating books left and right, and and you'd be amazed at what what people would actually buy from you when you put it into written content. I mean, a lot of people, especially if they're if if you do online courses, for example, mm. um, you know the one people uh, the one thing people don't want from you is another crappy ebook or yeah. a downloadable PDF that they have to use on their laptop. Like you said, it's not if if you're doing anything that's educational in nature. Nine times out of 10, people want something they can write in. <laughs> they want yeah. something that when that online course is done or, you know, or when they finish with your mastermind class or whatever that is that you're, you're the core of what your, your content sales is, they're going to have that. It's going to be there on their desk. It's going to be there on their bookshelf. It'll be in their backpack whenever they're traveling. They'll, they'll want that to have to go back to time and time again. And when you provide the kind of value that a lot of creators do like yourself, where you're educating people on how to be better at a platform or a tactic or something like that, there's nothing better than having that physical, tangible notebook, planner, journal, regular book in your hand. Like regular books, I I highlight the crap out of those things. Pages are dog-geared. Like if a book has value for me, that thing is well used and I keep it on my desk or my bookshelf. So, you know, I just think it's a superior product. If you can get through that process, have fun creating a notebook or journal real quick. 
mm-hmm. think you get to see there's a lot of new opportunities that open up for you from there. Right. And then you don't have the pallets in your garage. So there's that. <laughs> um, okay. Yes. So one a question I know that I asked when I first met y'all was, do you have resources for people um, who are editors or proofers or people that you can at least like direct people to if they are writing a traditional book and not something like a planner? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the beauty of of this sort of, I'd say, creator renaissance that's happening is that a lot of people are finding themselves very successful at, at pushing their content and monetizing it to a degree, whether that's through online courses or speaking gigs or whatever. And so, you know, some of them, they have a little more money than they do time, which is mm-hmm. great. So you want to pay somebody to to help you put this book together. If you're going to do a, a traditional book, let's say you're going to write a book about, you know, digital marketing in, you know, 2024, terrible idea. But if you're going to do that, <laughs> you, you should have an editor. Yeah, you should. <laughs> um, if you're not, uh, uh, you know, very creative when it comes to graphic design, you should probably hire uh, somebody to help you create a cool cover. And yeah, we absolutely have those resources. So we have a spot on our site where, you know, I think it's called Hire a Pro, where we list a lot of um, uh, vendors that we've we've partnered with or we've vetted. They're freelance graphic designers, freelance editors, uh, formatters, proofreaders, um, you know, all of those types of resources that you might want to to contract with to do some of that work for you. Uh, you can absolutely find it on your site. I love that. Matt, this has been so helpful. And in fact, as we've been talking, I'm like, okay, what else can we turn into a book? Because, you know, like the Shopify integration is so smooth and slick for us. You know, we have, that's where we have our Simple Pin Planner over there. And we have still both a digital copy and a printed copy, and it's updated every year. But thinking about all the other things that we have too, based on knowing, you know, people do want a physical copy when they're going through things tons of our small products. And I think even with transcription services now happening for podcasts and videos, it makes it even easier to pull down that content and at least get it somewhere and evaluate it and then say, okay, maybe I can turn this into an actual book or a planner or a guide or whatever. It's just, I mean, like I said, that was kind of how I felt when I first met y'all was this but this is possible. Like people do this and they make it easier for content creators to do this. So I just, I'm excited about that. I'm excited for people to try it. And everyone listening, there's a link below in the podcast app. Just click on that and go create your free account and just test it out. Like Matt said, with the, the planner, the journal, whatever it is, you can create stuff for your kids. I mean, you could do, you could do gifts. You can really, there's a lot of things you could do. We've actually got a bunch of um, blog articles that we've created too that breaks it down per medium. So there's a blog article if you're a podcaster that will walk you through the best way to create a book from your content. And you know that's that's as simple as okay, you know my top three, you know downloaded podcasts were these three. Is there a common theme between those three? If so, that becomes the theme that you weave through your book. You take those three podcasts, like you said, you download the transcripts for those three podcasts. Drop those things into chat GPT, tell it to give you an outline for a book based off these three transcripts. And before you know it, you've got an outline for a whole book staring at you right there. Yeah. Take that outline, you know, again, using something like chat GPT for a little bit of help. Then you just start going through the chapters. Chances are you've already got the content for most of those chapters. It's sitting in other transcripts of your podcast. Pull the transcript down. There's another chapter. Then go through, clean it up, hand it off to an editor you're off to the races. And we have articles that'll walk 
podcasters through that, YouTubers and video creators, bloggers. I mean, you name it. There's an article on our on our on our blog that'll help you get through those things that you just mentioned. So, you know, again, even after listening to this, if you're like, well, yeah, but you know, I, my YouTube channel, trust me, just go get the article, read it. Yes. At the end of that article, will also be resources that'll help you get it into the format of a book. So, it is possible. People are more and more figuring that out, which is really cool. Yeah, I love that. Well, thanks, Matt. I love it, and I hope people go check out Lulu again below. It is in your podcast app here go create a free account play around with it and thanks that we really appreciate all of the history the knowledge and the push to go create our own uh self-published product thanks kate i appreciate it all right.